Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Adam Torno, joined as always by Todd Wagner. Hello, Adam. Hello, friends. Todd, question today is this. Should I share my financial details with others? What's great about this is that at Watermark, this is one of the things we really encourage our members to do. And it's one of the reasons why sometimes people go, man, you guys are a cult. Yeah. We actually did a Real Truth Real Quick on this Watermark Community Church a cult. You ought to go listen to it. And we said that one of the um, characteristics of some cults is that they want all your money and they want to um, control your finances and probably even maybe your... Um, your sexual habits, and your complete unquestionable veneration of a leader. And so uh, at Watermark, we're not asking you to give us all your money, and uh, we're not asking you to uh, lose your uh, personal responsibility with money. In fact, what we're trying to do is say one of the reasons you ought to talk with others about money is because we want you to handle your money in a way that you will be happy with at the end of your life. Mm. Okay. And, uh, you know, so listen, Jesus says this in Matthew 6, 21. He said that uh, where your treasure is, your heart will be also. And so, you know, I would just say to somebody, hey, what's the goal uh, of the way you want to handle money? Which, interestingly, is what, and Adam, you spend a lot of time with financial advisors. That's, yeah, that's an area that, that you... It's the very first question they ask. If you sit down with a financial advisor, they say, what are your goals? And they want to know, and they'll have little charts and, and you fill it out, and then they want to help you achieve those goals. Yeah, and so I would say that Anything that we want, inviting others in to help us is going to make us better. Yeah. Now, some people might go, well, that's why I share uh, my financial goals with a professional. Okay? Well, the job of most professional financial advisors, right, is to help you develop financial independence, mm -hmm. to make you secure for retirement. Pretty much everything they typically do, because this is the goals of most people, is to help money work for you so you can be more comfortable and leave the, lead the kind of life that is, if you will, the American dream. Yeah. And what I would just say is, hey, we believe as followers of Christ that his dreams and intentions for us are the best. And so Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 6, 24, nobody can serve two masters, right? You're going to hate the one and love the other, or you're going to be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't serve God and wealth. So one of the things that I want to do is I wage war with fleshly lusts, okay, um, that wage war against my soul is to heed the admonition of Solomon. He says this, that uh, for by wise guidance you will make war, and in an abundance of counselors there is victory, right? Let me read to you, in fact, just real quick uh, from 1 Timothy, all right? This is an extended passage in 1 Timothy 6. It says this in verse 9. It says, but those who want to get rich fall into temptation. So I, I listen, you know, you ask most people when they're young what they want to do, they want I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30, right? Um, or you ask a financial advisor says, what do you want? Say, well, we want to be secure in our retirement. What Jesus would say to you is, hey, I don't want you to invest your life storing up treasures on this earth where, where thieves steal and moth and rust destroy, but I want you to invest in a way that you're going to be happy with for eternity, mm. okay? And so, it's good to have friends in my life that will encourage me to not, um, you know, get rich and fall into the temptation and a snare by which many foolish and harmful desires have plunged men into ruin and destruction, right? And then it says in verse 10, for the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil and some by longing for it have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. So I want guys to go, hey, would you make sure whatever I do with money, maybe I'm going to go to a financial advisor, but would you help me form my goals? 
Yeah. Right? As I go to that financial advisor, advisor, and maybe even I want you, I want you to see what he's telling me, and I want you to help me to align my life's goals and desires with God's word. So absolutely, you should share your share your financial details with wise men, okay, who fear the Lord. And so the companion of fools will suffer harm, but he who walks with wise men will be wise, it says in Proverbs 13, 20. It says, let us encourage each other day after day, as long as it's still called today, so we won't be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, which is one of the most easiest ways to deceive men is say, more money will make you more happy. Yeah. The question is not so much, how much money do you have, but how much does money have you? Yeah. And friends ought to really help you see, man, you don't want to be ruled by money. I tell people all the time, money is a great servant to do um, great things. In fact, it says in 1 Timothy 6, 18, instruct um, people to do good and specifically to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, storing up for themselves a treasure of a good foundation for the future so they may take hold of that which is life indeed. Right? That's how you want friends to encourage you in, in, in talking about how to handle your financial details. It is hard though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, some people would rather talk about um, their, their the intimacy issues with their wife yeah. than talk about their issues with their money. And the reason is, is because it's so personal. And sometimes our identity is wrapped up with how much do I have to share? Um, you know, people will even say, well, I really can't share this with this guy in my community group because, you know, he doesn't have the exact same uh, assets that I do. Right. You know? And one of the things I like to tell people all the time is you should not share your financial information with people who possess uh, more or less than you. But I always chase that by saying more or less devotion to God's word than you. In fact, you know what I mean? Sometimes uh, people think, hey, Adam, if, if you've got six figures you're accountable for and I've got less than that, or if you've got seven figures plus you're accountable for and I've got six figures, we can't relate to each other, no. Uh, materialism is not typically a function of amount. It is a, it's an attitude of the heart. Yeah. And so I've seen people with very little money who are very materialistic. And I've seen people with a lot of money who are rich in good works. But if I'm afraid to share with you uh, what I'm doing with all the money that I have, chances are it's because uh, I love it a little too much for you to speak into it and maybe encourage me to use it a little bit better. You know, you've been an expert in this your whole life. Would yeah. you add anything to what I'm saying about this? Yeah, and I think I think a lot of the fear that people have, as you said, is that they're going to have to, if they were to share their details, they fear they're going to have to reduce their lifestyle mm. in some, you know, in some form or fashion. That they're going to be questioned on how much they spend at the grocery store, or whether or not they have cable television, or something like that. When really, what you're saying is. You share the details. Not it's really not even about the the numbers. It's about the heart issue. Yeah. And usually, when you can engage in the conversation with that mindset, that we're we're looking after each other's hearts here, those conversations generally are pretty encouraging. Yeah, they almost always are. I'm going to be spurred on by your generosity, your giving, or I'm going to help you show me a little bit, maybe where I'm a little bit too concerned about my own comfort and my own love of things. Uh, I think we should just close with this. I mean, the scripture says this is true almost in every area, right? Um, he who separates himself seeks his own desire. He quarrels against all sound wisdom. Money as much as anything. Jesus talked about money more than matters of faith and prayer because he knows that issues around money um, are one of the fastest ways for our hearts to be wrapped up and locked up in things that aren't life-giving. And so if this thing that Jesus talked about a lot is something you're not willing to talk about with others, 
that's a bit of a problem. That's yeah, a big deal. And so I want to say, man, hey, listen, there's no area of my life that I want to bring under the lordship of a God who has my best interests in mind. And so I look at his word, I pray, and I trust others who love me to help me be spurred on to love and good deeds so that when I stand before the Lord, I'm going to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I'm going to do that better, Adam, when I don't just share with you my financial details. Now, notice what we didn't say. We didn't say where you make decisions as a group about what I'm supposed to do with my money. Yeah. But what you ought to do is say, Todd, I think you need to consider this. It looks like that money is a little bit too much of a source of comfort for you and might even be an idol in your life. And we're going to keep praying for you and leaning in. Uh, but we, we can't tell you what to do, right? It is your money and you're going to give an account for it. Yeah. Okay? Uh, and so make sure you do it wisely. You're going to help me with that. Amen. Great answer. Check the show notes for some other helpful resources and links. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll talk to you again next time.